to Looking Up. This is a podcast for Christian women. I'm Kathy Pollard, and I'm here with Carla Moore. We're your hosts for this podcast, and it's our goal for all listeners that you'll find something encouraging and uplifting for your day, Um, a little bit of light and goodness. Colossians 3 verses 1 and 2 says that we're to seek those things which are above and set our minds on things above. And I love the why, Carla, in verse four, that says, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Mm -hmm. How are you doing today, my fine friend? I am doing very well. I'm just glad to see your smiling face. And it's a freezing cold day. Like right now, it's it's 33. So technically, I guess it's not freezing, but it's kind of a blustery, cloudy day, but it's nice and warm inside. How about there? What's going on in Kentucky? It's sunny, but definitely blustery. You'll probably be able to hear the wind chimes outside at some point. (laughs) It's okay. I like wind chimes. Good. That's good. Mm -hmm. So um, as we get started, I'd like to remind our listeners about our Facebook group. And I think we had a lot of really interesting things mentioned this week. We had the picture of your husband (laughs) from the conversation in the last episode about his puppy lips. So I'm I'm still not real sure if he's actually seen that yet. I am a little, little nervous, even though he told me that we could share it as long as it made me happy. And it did make me happy. I know that my son saw it because he commented on it. So if, uh, if John hasn't seen it yet, I know he will. I was so surprised that he let you share that, but that was, he really is a good sport. That was really great. Yeah, he is. But you could see the puffy, couldn't you? It was hilarious. I can just yeah, envision you straight face. Yeah. yeah, trying to have an argument with him and staring <laughs> at his lips. <laughs> yeah. So probably from now on, anytime I'm angry with him, he'll just puff his lips out at me and then I'll have to laugh. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh no. So nope, that's not gonna work anymore. And we also had some <clears throat> great suggestions for <laughs> cow names. <laughs> so what's your uh, favorite? You know, I'm really leaning toward Hazel. Mm-hmm. That was okay. one of the ones that was mentioned. Somebody also mentioned Catherine DeBerg. I didn't know how <laughs> to pronounce a, that. From a Jane Austen story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So lots of good suggestions there, but. Well, has there uh, been any movement towards the cow yet? Well, nothing since the last time we talked, but we're yeah. still, we're still talking about it. We're planning, trying to come up with our list of things and expenses on the front end mm-hmm. so that we can be prepared. <laughs> Will it be a calf? I mean, will you start with a younger cow or will you? No, we're going to really start grown? with a grown up. Okay. A grown <laughs> yeah. woman. A grown up. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. So um, have you thrifted anything interesting this week? You know, this has been a crazy busy week and I haven't been able to spend much time thrifting. I did find a, um, a KitchenAid glass bowl, the kind that fits in your mixer. You know, it looks like mm-hmm. a big measuring cup. So I'm excited about that because you can actually measure things, you know, if you pour liquids in, but it was just too busy and I didn't really have a whole lot of time to look. So what what were you doing? Why was it so busy? Well, um, we, we left on Friday for a marriage retreat in, um, in Texas, we flew to Austin, which, you know, is close to where we live in Dripping Springs. And last week was a huge ice storm down there. And we didn't, we knew that there was a little bit of damage to the trees, but when we drove up, it was, it was pretty devastating. Not so much. I shouldn't use the word devastating because the house was fine. Yeah. The, uh, the electricity was off for several days. And so I had to clean out the refrigerator and freezer oh, and no. get rid of everything. But I had done a lot of that before we left. Although things like 
pickles and and mayonnaise and things that mm-hmm. you just kind of take for granted that they're always going to be in your fridge. Those are all gone. So I'll have to do some shopping when we get back to replenish that. But all of the, I didn't have a ton of meat in the freezer, but there was still some that I had to throw out. And I, I was really kind of conflicted about whether or not I needed to do that because I didn't know if things would have thawed out. But my nephew who stays in the house when we're gone, he said that he had to clean up a an exploded package of biscuits. So oh, no. I figured that, that must have meant that uh that the um the refrigerator uh, got warm. But anyway, know. we we had to we drove by the house and and it's pretty it's bad. There's limbs that are all over the ground and um some of them that fell, you know, like they they snapped at the top of the tree, but they're they're still attached to the tree. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to get those those um I can't a, a pole saw, I guess, to cut mm-hmm. those off. And and there's just a lot of cleanup waiting for us. So anyway, we stopped there on Friday and then we went on out to this retreat for the um the university congregation in San Marcos. Wow. And it's it was so it was so nice because it was all young couples and they 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 had to be married less than 10 years in order to be able to come. And I know they do plenty of things for older married couples, but it was just so, so encouraging to be around these young married couples. And there was three or four babies there. You were allowed to bring your baby if they were under a year old. And they had it at a retreat center out in Marble Falls, which is kind of out in the country. And, Mm -hmm. and everyone had their own little cabin, which was nice. And then they had someone there cooking for us. And so we just, we really enjoyed being out there. We got to see a lot of people. That was the congregation that I grew up in. I was there from age eight until about 24. So Mm -hmm. I knew a lot of these young people from when they were much, much younger and then a lot of new ones. So we, we spent Friday, Saturday, and Sunday traveling. When we came back on Sunday, we went back through by the house and got, John actually got the chainsaw out and we did some cleanup around the house, but we just, we didn't make a dent in it. So didn't you just do a bunch of yard work? Was it last summer or the summer before Mm -hmm. or something on your property? Yeah, we have been over the last couple of years. In fact, that may be why we had so much damage because um, strangely enough, when we were driving through the hill country, it it just, it seemed worse at our house than many other places. But I think because we had cleared so many cedars off of our property in, in other places, those cedars was, were holding up the oak branches. And mm-hmm. there were so many of the oaks that are on our property that they didn't have anything to hold them up. And Mm. this has happened some before, but we were home and John would go outside and he would like get a two by four and like shake the branches to get some of the water off because that's what caused the the branches to fall. There's so many leaves that are left on oak trees, Mm -hmm. even in the wintertime. And so each leaf is like an ice cube and it just weighs it down and weighs it down until it snaps. So anyway, one of the sweetest things though, is that our our daughter-in-law, Alyssa, her parents, Greg and Tina Beam, they're at our house right now with chainsaws and they're, they're working in our yard for us. And it's just, I'm not surprised at all because they are wonderful people, but they're, he said that they just needed to get out and do some yard work and just, just do some work, but um, (laughs) like you're doing them a favor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what they said, but it's just the sweetest thing. So they're at our house doing that for us right now. Greg and Mm -hmm. Tina are. Well, I'm sorry that happened though. Yeah, it, 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 it'll be fine. You know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with the house and um, we're just so blessed and thankful. We only found one 
piece of wood from the playset that snapped off. And there were some huge, huge branches that fell right around the playset and around the yard. And we just didn't have anything. We don't have anything to complain about. We're just going to have um, cleanup to do. And we it's good exercise. So thankful good for that. Good attitude. Good attitude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you? What um, What is going on in your homestead? Well, first and foremost, Dale and Janelle found out that they're having a boy. Yay, that's so, so exciting. Another boy. So Two little yes, boys. We're, we are so thrilled. And I just love the idea that they'll be the cousins, Carl's mm-hmm. son and Dale's son, will be close together in age. Yeah. And I'm How, envisioning like six, them. Six months apart? From, so? yeah, end of January to the middle of August. So, okay. yeah. Oh, they'll that. be best buddies. That's <laughs> yeah. going to be fun. So that's, that's exciting. And speaking of Janelle, she mm-hmm. has already conquered sourdough. Really? Yeah. She just decided she was going to start it. And not only is it going well, but she has enough to share and she shared some with me and it's just bubbling and active like crazy. And the starter, she just, the starter, she just okay. has the, the touch, the magic touch. I think some people can do it. And then there's me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are mother so, nature. So I guess there has to be something that you just don't completely excel at, <laughs> but I just, I still think that you excel at it. You just don't give yourself enough credit. Well, well I will keep trying to learn it. That's, that's what I, I know I can say. So, mm-hmm. And then I, one time when we talked, I told you that I was dreaming of my seed list. And so mm-hmm. I was able to place that order and you had asked me if I try new things. Mm-hmm. So I started paying attention to what are some new things that I've, you know, ordered this year. And apparently I'm in a little bit of a lemon theme mm-hmm. because I'm trying um, lemon drop watermelon. They're these tiny little yellow watermelons that are supposed mm-hmm. to be sweet all the way through to the rind, like individual oh. sized watermelons. Like you and eat then, the rind? That's what it said. Mm. And then lemon squash, which is kind of a smaller, oddly shaped squash, summer squash. Is a lemon flavor? Uh, I didn't read that. I don't think so. It just looks adorable. That's why I ordered it. Cute. Um, Cute squash. Lemon spice jalapeno is a bright yellow jalapeno that's a little bit milder than a regular jalapeno. And then lemon cucumber. But we've ordered those before, but they're Mm -hmm. adorable. They're tiny little round cucumbers well I say tiny probably about the size of a you know a tennis ball mm-hmm. bright yellow just like a lemon yeah, they fine. taste exactly like regular cucumbers but they're just pretty so mm-hmm. so are did those that. gonna go in the in that um square area behind your house or is that on the side of the house yes we're trying to keep everything inside the fence line now okay. um since we have more and more deer it's like the first year we were fine and then word got out to the deer hood mm-hmm. And they all came and rabbits came and that second year when we tried to put it on the side of the house. So we've Mm -hmm. moved it all to the inside of the fence line. Okay. And that does help, but the deer can hop the fence. (laughs) Uh, And then the last thing I want to share is I um, put together a bounty table. I love this idea. I got it from Shay Elliott of the Elliot Homestead. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is you put fresh things on a table that are things that you would cook with throughout the week. So a bowl of like, I have a bowl of um, garlic and shallots, and then there's jars of fresh green herbs and um, citrus and potatoes and onions. And um, I have nuts on the table and I forget what all, but anyway, you just arrange them all in pretty bowls and 
So when you see it, it's just beautiful. It's just absolutely beautiful. But especially this time of year when you're not bringing in stuff from the garden. Mm-hmm. Um, I love having that kind of freshness, yeah. something living. And plus it encourages you to cook with it. You know, I have mm-hmm. fresh parsley and cilantro and mint. Did you um, grow it? No, the only thing grown on that whole table is the garlic. Okay. Everything else we've, we've picked up. I've never heard of that. That You said it's a bounty table? That's what she called it. Yeah, okay. bounty table. And I love that idea. And I've just got right on it. So I'll share I'll share yeah. pictures of that yeah. in the Facebook group. That sounds, sounds amazing. It was, it was fun. <laughs> well, good. I'm excited about that. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. We both have a little bit of a frog today in our yeah. voices. So mm-hmm. listeners, please excuse that. We are going to do something a little bit different for our topic and do something completely frivolous have a little bit of fun Mm -hmm. and share a few of our favorite things. So um, have you ever seen the movie, The Sound of Music? Yes. That song, These Are a Few Words. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. Absolutely. I'm glad I can. Should we sing the song? I feel like we should. I can sing all the songs. With the frogs in our throat today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So we did want to clarify (laughs) on the front end that these are not blessings they're just things so obviously our favorite things are salvation and grace and family and mm-hmm. excuse me <clears throat> children and grandchildren mm-hmm. and christian you know all of those wonderful good things yeah. so but this is not that the, those are a given this time it's just literal things so mm-hmm. we just thought it'd be fun to share you're going to share 10 or so things i'm mm-hmm. going to share 10 or so things of things mm-hmm. we like i also want to do another disclaimer um, we are not affiliates with Amazon or anybody else. This we are not monetizing this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we profit in no way whatsoever from sharing these things. We just think they're fun and we like them and thought maybe you'd like to hear about them too. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh do you want to go first? I can. Okay. I can. My first thing that I wrote down, and they I, I don't think these are in any order of importance because I just jotted some down as mm-hmm. I was. Um, going along this past week, I did but the, the first same. thing, the first thing I wrote down was, uh, my Chaco cloud sandals. <laughs> <laughs> and I know maybe that's a, a strange thing. And again, it's not the top of my list, but they are something that I have really, I've, I've worn them every year that we've been in Israel, uh, and, and really not just in Israel, but anytime we go anywhere that it's warm, the slightest bit warm. And even if it's not warm, I usually put my sandals on because I can't stand my feet being hot. You know, that, that summer, that first summer we were in Israel, 2017 mm-hmm. with y'all, uh, John, he was roasting, roasting hot, like over a hundred degrees every day. And he would put on his hiking boots and it just Ooh. made me hot to yeah. look at him. Yeah. But I had, and I he would get, yeah, well, he would get a little, he doesn't understand my thing about sandals because I, there would be places we'd be walking that had thistles and you've, you've seen them, mm-hmm. but I would just try to avoid them, but I just can't, if my feet are hot, the entire rest of me is hot. But anyway, these are Chaco sandals. And I imagine most of the people who might be listening to this know what they are. They have the straps that go across the top of your feet. So I wrote down some of the pros and cons and the biggest. I already know what a con is. (laughs) What? (laughs) The suntan straps. Yeah, but you know, apparently, (laughs) apparently for young people, they have contests over who can have the best Chaco tan. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, someone last year in Israel asked me that we were comparing our foot tan and I think they, they appreciated theirs. And I was a little embarrassed of mine, but it's not, 
this is not enough to keep me from wearing them because the straps across your feet is what holds them onto your feet so well. Mm-hmm. So I have to have the cloud. There are two different kinds, or maybe there's more than that. I don't know, but they, they're just the regular Chaco and they're, they're very firm. So they have an arch support and, and the, the footbed has a place where your heel rests and uh, they're just very, they're hard, but they make one that's called the cloud Chaco cloud. And they're, they're not a whole lot softer, but they're enough mm-hmm. softer that it makes them comfortable. And I can wear them all day, every day, and my feet don't get tired and they don't hurt. And I've just never had shoes like that before that, you know, there's times that we will walk 25,000 steps in a day. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I mean, my feet are, they're not like fresh as a daisy. And here we are talking about feet and some people will probably think, ooh, (laughs) gagging, but but, they're trying uh, to drink their coffee on the way to work. (laughs) Sorry. I'm just talking, just being, just being real here. But anyway, you can adjust them. Um, you can adjust each of the straps to where it just fits perfectly. And, and it takes a little while to get that perfect fit, but they have fun colors and you can walk through water in them. And I have, and they, it's just something that I have found every year. That's what I keep going back to every summer. And I don't necessarily wear them, um, if I'm running errands, I've put flip-flops on, but if I'm going anywhere that I am walking any distance and, and they have tread on the bottom, so you can go up, up hills and, and your feet don't slide out from under you. So that would be one of my favorite things that I really like. Do you have yeah. a pair of those? Uh, no, no, I don't. I've seen you put a lot of miles on those and mm-hmm. walking all over Israel and different types of terrain, you know, rocks or mm-hmm. sidewalks or wherever we are. So yeah, they have know. to hold up. Uh, yeah. And I've gotten stickers in my feet before, but um, it's still, it's just worth it to me to to have the comfort that they provide on those mm-hmm. long days. So, yeah, I wear, I wear sandals and usually can avoid the stickers too, but do you remember that last time <laughs> <laughs> when we lost the drone? Oh, we lost the drone and we uh-huh. had to go looking for it. And yeah, I remember getting, bad. Oh, that was bad. We were those, in some pretty thorny were, places. Yeah. Those were not ordinary stickers I don't even know exactly what those were they were beasties is what they were yeah Yeah, we learned a lesson about Um, that yes yeah Yeah. not to lose the drone the joke was on us though John was over there chomping yeah yeah he had boots hiking boots on and yeah so Uh, why were we the ones in the in the thorns I can't well we were all helping I think it was about to get dark wasn't it and we were trying to we were hoping to find it before dusk hit yeah yeah that was an adventure or something. Yeah. Okay. So what about well, what's good your, one? Yeah. All right. So my first one is by Burt's Bees and mm-hmm. it's called Goodness Glows Miracle Bomb. And Ooh. it just comes in this little round container. It okay. sort of looks like a, a pink um, lip balm, but it's all purpose. So I love it because you just tuck it in your purse and you can use it for everything. You can put it on your lips, but you can also put it on your eyebrows. You know, if your eyebrows are <laughs> looking wild. I need some. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can use it as a highlighter on your cheeks or over your brow. You can. Um, it has color. It's very slightly tinted, very mm-hmm. slightly pink. You really can hardly see it. It almost just like it says, like healthy glow, goodness mm-hmm. glow, you know, just kind of a vibrancy. You can put it on your neck you know, to, to freshen or make it look vibrant. You can um, put it on the tips of your hair. If your hair 
is looking kind wow. of ratty on the ends. I mean, just put it on your hands to moisturize your hands. So it's just so handy just to keep around and, and use it's non-greasy. That's what I love about it. So you, so when you put it on, it just, no. And when you put it on anywhere, it doesn't sit there on your skin. It just kind of absorbs real quick and mm -hmm. well, that's well. And it's cheap. It's fun. As I sit here with my little tube of Burt's Bees that I, yeah. I mean, you go through tubes and tubes of this in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Well, I've never heard of that though. Like, is it about the size of your palm as far as the, the, the size of the tin or is it a smaller? little bit smaller than that? Yeah. It, it would fit in your palm, but it's smaller than that. Probably about the size of a half dollar, maybe yeah. a tad bigger than that. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love Burt's Bees that they, they mm -hmm. have a lot of different products. In fact, someone, one of my one of my kids' daughters-in-law gave me for Christmas last year some orange pistachio Burt's Bees lotion, mm. and it smells like an orange Tootsie Roll, and I've said that to John before, and he said, there is no such thing as an orange Tootsie Roll, and I said, yes, there is, and maybe it's one of the Tootsie Pops, you know, that, that's orange flavored, but anyway, I love yeah. it. It's so much, but it, it's not, they don't make it anymore, but I found it on eBay. Huh. Burt's Bees mm. is a good brand. Yes, it is supposed yeah. to be pretty, it's supposed to be mostly natural. Mm -hmm. so Does it have kind of a, um, the stuff that you're talking about? Does it have a tingle? Cause I know like mine has peppermint in it. No, no tingle, no scent, okay. just smooth. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to yeah. try that. All right. What's your second one? My second one may be a little bit, um, unconventional, unconventional too, but it's an app for my iPad called notability. Do you use this? Yeah. You told me about it. Yeah. It's just the best this I use it every single day for something. And it's, it's like a, it's a, like a never ending notebook is how I would describe it because mm -hmm. it's, um, it, it's an app that you can take notes in. If you have, you have to have the pencil, the Apple mm -hmm. pencil to be able to use it, but you can, um, you can choose the kind of paper, you know, it, obviously it's not paper, but what it looks like, you can choose the tint of the paper, Mine that I use all the time has little grid marks on it. So when I take notes in worship, I can follow the lines, but I also can have indentations that, that are the same. So it just, it makes organization so much easier. Um, you can, it has different pen colors, different, you can change the thickness of your pen. It has uh, highlighters. So if you're using, if you're using a pen, the pen part of the, of the app, it's, you know, a dark, heavy color, but if you use a highlighter, you can color the highlighter over the pen and it doesn't make the pen mark disappear. But if you put the pen over the highlighter, you know, it would cover the highlighter. I don't know if I'm making that clear, Yeah. but um, so you can take notes and highlight, you have the eraser, you can select the text that you've written. And then, so you'd like draw this circle around it with a, a tool and then you can move that text anywhere in the, in the, on the page. Hmm. So if you've written something out of order and you want to move it, you can just move it easily. It even has, um, a, like I've written, I wrote on here, never ending notebook. I can highlight that or circle it with the selection tool and it will mm -hmm. convert it to actual text. So it reads my handwriting, which is pretty, pretty that neat. That is cool. Yeah. You can import pictures into it. It's just kind of like a, um, a file cabinet really on my mm -hmm. iPad. And so all of my files go wherever I go. If I have a lesson that I'm giving somewhere, it's on my iPad and you can organize your, 
it actually looks like file folders where you organize the side. I've used it to take notes when I take mom to the doctor mm-hmm. um, and I all, I can send them straight from to, to my brother and his wife from, from my iPad. I use it to take notes and lessons. I have prayer journals in here. You can do word and verse mapping, things like that. Oh, fun. It's, yeah, it's just a, it's a great app for so many different purposes. And, and I, I literally, do, I really do use it every single day. Is that the same one you told me that if somebody hands you a handout in class, is that the one where you can scan it mm-hmm. and it puts it in there and then you can fill in the blanks or whatever right there yeah. on yeah. your app with your iPad? A lot of times if, um, well, in Dripping Springs on Sunday nights, a lot of times they do, um, it's, it's like going through a text and marking up the text and looking for keywords and phrases and, and I will, I'll go find it on my Bible app and I'll take a picture, you know, a screenshot of that Mm -hmm. text, and then I can import it into Notability. And then I don't have to use the actual paper that which, you know, they're nice to provide the paper with the verse on it, but this mm-hmm. way I can do the marking in my iPad and it's always in my iPad. So if it's a paper, I tend to lose those and, you know, I file them somewhere and not know where they are. Maybe it's in Denver, maybe it's in Dripping Springs. I don't know, but so many of the things are on my, on my iPad. And another thing that I like that's fun about it is that my grandkids like to draw on it and they'll sit oh, in my lap. So yeah, it's a little <laughs> bribery. So if their parents allow them to draw during worship, which is not very often, but sometimes I can pull out the iPad and, and they, they just like to draw and, and color. And they, of course, at six and five years old, they know it, know how to work it better than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I need to pull mine out more. You're the reason I have that because mm-hmm. you showed that to me a while back and I asked for it for my birthday, another mm-hmm. iPad and the pen mm-hmm. or the Apple pencil and uh, downloaded the app and played with it for a little while, but I keep going back to paper and pen, you know, mm-hmm. very old school. And it's funny that you mentioned this one because Neil even brought that up the other day. <laughs> Why In don't I ever use it? Oh. <laughs> and yeah. And so I pulled it out um, for the last time we recorded a podcast. I made my notes in that iPad mm-hmm. and I thought, Oh, I should use this more often. <laughs> well, you know, you could, I think you would really enjoy it with the grid paper the mm-hmm. and you could draw your garden oh. I mean you could literally you have all of these squares and you could make the squares as big as you want to or as small as you want to and you can it's easy to to make the squares or to Genius. just draw things yeah in mm-hmm. fact I bet there's even a template in there that's for gardening you think so, so? well they have they have lots of different templates and I, I won't look at it right now because I'll lose my train of thought, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know you could do that. In fact, you could import a picture of a garden. You could take a picture of your garden, you know, go, go up on, on your, the top of your deck, looking down and take a picture and then import that picture in there. And then you could draw where you want to plant things. And maybe even if you're going to put um, stones, step stones through there or something like that. I think hmm. it would be. Something and then different. I can remember from year to year so I can move mm-hmm. things around and not plant them in the same spot. And it's, yeah. I'll always know where it is. Huh. Yeah. yeah. You're so a, smart. It's a great app. I knew your things would be cooler than mine. <laughs> That's the last cool thing. <laughs> Wait till you hear my next one. <laughs> oh, and one more thing you can do with it. You can, okay. you can split screen with your Bible. 
that your oh, Bible program. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So you, if, if you have it set up right, and I can show you how to do it sometime, but you can just mm-hmm. slide your finger from the, the right side and it opens up your Bible app. So you can take notes on the left side and you can read your Bible or do a word study on the right. So Would very, you be willing to create some sort of tutorial tutorial video? I could try. And then share it in our group? Yeah, I could try. That would be awesome. I think maybe there's a way of recording on the screen. Maybe I could do that. Hmm. Yeah, that would be great. I'll try. Good one. Okay, what's yours? Number My two. second one is um, John Sloan Art. Okay. So John Sloan. And Sloan is S-L-O-A-N-E with an E on the end because believe he is an artist that uh, his work covers simple times in old America. Hmm. And the reason it's important to put the E on the end is because there's also a John Sloan artist who hmm. does kind of old timey America, but they're completely different styles. So the hmm. one I like, his colors are vibrant and hmm. um, his scenes are just beautiful, cheerful, full of details. So hmm. It might be a farmhouse with a meadow next to it and an old truck and a clothesline and a kitty cat in the corner and a a bucket and a, you know, you can see the garden off in the distance. It's just all these little, a quilt hanging somewhere. It's just all these little details that are just sweet and charming and hidden pictures type art. Well, I guess it could be, but it's just, you know, lots of details and all the scenes are sweet. It could be a farmhouse scene or an orchard scene or a picnic or a meadow or just, you know, a winter, he's got a lot of winter scenes and hmm. they're just beautiful. But the other guy, Sloan without an E, his are um, a little more somber, you know, more, uh, I guess, realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Not they're still so beautiful, but the color palette is just completely different. His are more like moody greens and grays and browns, you know, and the one I like is just, um, red and yellow and green and blue and just really bright, pretty colors. So I'm trying to Google it while I'm talking to you here. Yeah. There's a lot of images. I think he also has calendars and planners and yeah, but um, I just like his style. It just makes me feel good to look at him. They're so cheerful and Colorful. makes me feel peaceful and think Mm -hmm. of simple times and all that. So I like that. It kind of reminds me of that. Um, now I won't be able to remember the name of it, but the the dishes and the things that that from 15 or 20 years ago, Waisaki, Charles Waisaki or something like that. Hmm. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. 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 So that's sorry. No, that's all right. I'm done. That's my second one. Okay. What's your I third like that. One? Well, my third one is is a little scalp massager head scrubber. And this is interesting to try to describe it without people being able to see it. You can see it. Yes, I can. <laughs> it's, um, I, I, I went on Amazon and, and looked at it to see how they described it. And of course it's from another country and they, they called it gourd shaped. So I would never have called it gourd shaped. It's more like a pear shaped little piece of plastic that fits in the palm of your hand. And it has a little, <laughs> this is, yeah. Y'all, when you're listening to it, you can Google it. You can look it up and we'll link it at some point. But it it has little bristles, on little silicone teeth that when you wash your hair, you use it to scrub your head. And so you're, it just doesn't, because my fingernails, when they, you know, it's just, they're brittle, I guess. And especially in Colorado when we're here and it it's a great scalp massage and it's just like a $5 little thing. And 
And you said you have seen these before, but you didn't think that women could use them. But now yeah, you know women I, can use them. I actually got one for Neil because I thought it was for men. I didn't think I was, I guess I thought that women with long hair would get tangled up in those little toothy no. things. No, they're see, they're um they move. So they bend, right. they're bendy. Yeah, wow. they're they're soft. And it's so called you can, a it's just a scalp massager or a hair massager. A, a scrubber. Hmm. I can't remember what they call it on, on Amazon, but, but yeah, you can just, you don't even have to move it through your hair. It's just a, a get your scalp tingling. And, and I, I really like mine. I have one in this shower and one back at home too. So it's probably it's helpful for probably good for scalp health too yeah. and hair growth. And yeah, well, that's, so that's fine. That'd be a good, three. that'd be a good stocking stuffer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It'll fit, fit in a stocking. It's great. And you can, you don't have to have a pink one. You can have all different colors. <laughs> all right. That's my third. Okay. My third one is a book and yes. it's called, it's a long title. So, mm -hmm. but it's called around the kitchen table, good things to cook, create, and do the whole year through. Mm. And it's by Sophie Hansen at H A N S E N and Annie Heron, H E R R O N. This is the best book ever. And oh. I've, you know, I've, I go through cookbooks because I'd like to just sit there and read them like a novel, you mm -hmm. know, word for word, look at all the pictures and things. And sometimes when I get done with them, I'm like, well, that was nice, but I'll probably never open it again. And this yeah. one, this one came out last summer, last June. And once, once I enjoyed every page that I read, I wanted to read every word. And then when I was done, I thought, I can't wait to go back through that again. And I can't wait to try all the things. And what makes it so unique is the authors are a mother daughter duo. Oh, cool. And one of them is a cook and the other one's an artist and she's a watercolor artist. And oh, so, wow. which I've always been kind of intrigued by. Mm -hmm even though I'm not artsy. And so they kind of sh share each chapter and it's broken down into seasons. So for spring, there are all these beautiful sounding spring recipes. And then the mom, who's the artist, she has like a spring palette and she talks about um, different little projects that you can do in the spring or things that you might try to paint. And she talks about, um, watercolors and perspective and what to paint first when you create a scene or how to even create a scene using your hands, you know, holding mm -hmm. them up and, and looking. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's so charming the way it's written and I absolutely love it. And the recipes, let me see, the recipes sound really good. And, oh, there's holiday things that you can do. There's uh, mulberry jam. Yeah, there's autumn picnics, there's nutty chocolate biscuits. Mm. Um, so I'm looking at the winter milky, page. Yeah, what do you Finding see? your spot, collage, timed drawing challenges. How fun. I mean, I've never mm -hmm. noticed, I've never seen a, a kind of a, a book like that that had cooking, had recipes and activities. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, and they talk about how the mother has people over and she teaches these little art classes and the daughter will cook for them and arrange like an outdoor picnic and all the different things that she prepares for that. But it all, it's just, I wanna do everything in this book, even the art stuff. And that's saying something because normally artsy things kind of make my underarms itch, but. <laughs> Mental picture there. They just, they just made it sound like you could do it. And you, why wouldn't you? You know, why wouldn't you create something beautiful since you're looking at it? And 
and not I'm to be looking. afraid to try and expand and step out of your comfort zone. And yeah, it's well, anyway, they have other books. And so now I want all of them. <laughs> well, I'm looking at a picture of their kitchen with the baskets hanging from the ceiling and mm-hmm. all of the colorful things hanging on the wall. And there's like a, it looks like an old farmhouse table and, and it's got mm-hmm. scuffs and barks and stuff on it, but you know that neat things have happened there. That's very, very yes, cool. Yes, you described it well. And that's part of it too, is the art and inside is beautiful. It's just delightful to to read. And and more than that, I know it's going to be practical. So mm-hmm. that's my number three. I want to be artsy. I do too. I try. I don't. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you do. Uh, we uh, side note, we had a little painting thing on Monday night with Pam Randall and the women mm-hmm. at Bear Valley, the, the student women. She came and kind of gave us a lesson, her and Karen Watson. And she's the one that helped you with your donkey. Yeah, she is. And so she brought a bunch of pictures of different aspens and we got to pick which picture we wanted to paint. And then and then she turned us loose and mine's not so great. But anyway, I want to be artsy. I want to be like like her. Well, that's very well, cool. Speaking of Pam Randall, I shared a picture today of a bookcase. We started pulling out, I'm getting off topic a little bit, but we started pulling out children's books that we put by years ago mm-hmm. for our future grandchildren. And so we were arranging them on our bookshelf and there's a painting hanging right over it. That's by Pam Randall. Mm-hmm. And she gave it to us when we moved away to, from uh, Colorado and it's cause it's a mountain scene. And mm-hmm. And she said, you know, so you'll never forget the mountains. So. Yeah, she's yeah. an amazing artist. She really is. We need to share some of her artwork. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she doesn't sell it anywhere. She's just, she does it because she loves it. And it's all, it's just beautiful. Yeah, she's very well, you're, That was your number three, right? Yep. So my number four is not nearly so cool. <laughs> and I've actually had to quit buying these. Uh-oh. It, it's Dot's Pretzels. Oh, yummy. Did you ever try those? Yes. Well, we discovered them. We were in Estes Park one time a couple of years ago, maybe a little longer than that. Um, and we were waiting for a table at Smoke and Dave's barbecue place. Mm-hmm. And it was like an hour wait and we were starving. So we went next door to this gas station and there was these pretzels hanging. And I have a thing for pretzels. I just, I don't <laughs> know what it is. I, I like all different kinds. And it was it just a bad stage just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> But they, they, there's just something about these pretzels and we laugh. Everybody that tries them says that there, there's something in there like crack that's addictive because when you start eating them, you, you can't put them down. And I really did. I had to stop buying them because I was gaining weight and it wasn't just the pretzels, but (laughs) you know, if you just had maybe five or six Mm -hmm. and they're sticks, you know, they're just little like three inches tall and not even the thickness of your pinky, but they're, they're twisted sticks and they Mm -hmm. have different flavors, but my favorite is just the original, original flavor. And now they have just come out with cinnamon sugar pretzels. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It's very unfortunate, but they have honey mustard flavor. They have a Southwestern flavor and I don't really care too much for either of those, but dots pretzels. And I, I went and looked at their website and it said a hundred, no, 1.5 billion were eaten last year. So oh. it's a, how it, many it, of those did you, <laughs> yeah. I think 300,000 of them were me, 
Yeah. But so I quit buying them, but I, today I thought, oh, well, you know, we're, I'm going to talk about these. So I had not tried the cinnamon sugar until today. And I, I bought a bag, but we're having students over tonight. So I'll set them out and they'll be gone and I won't have to worry about it tomorrow, but they make them in North Dakota. And so it was a little hard to find them down when we got to Texas. I couldn't mm-hmm. find them for a long time. And now, now HEB carries them at least most places, but I can't oh. even pinpoint, I can't even pinpoint what, what's, they taste like there's, I could taste butter in them. And of course, garlic and onion, but it's, mm-hmm. they're just addictive. And, and they just taste different than our traditional mm-hmm. pretzel. Yeah. And they have a different texture. And like mm-hmm. we talked about last week, I have a thing about texture, but they're, <laughs> and this is a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. But that is my number four would be dots pretzels. Well, my number four also goes in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Since a theme it's here. My favorite all time drink is San Pellegrino Limonata. Mm-hmm. So the San Pellegrino drinks have lots of different flavors, but the Limonata is my favorite. And you're so cool. It's, oh, well, it is so, so good. And we, um, Neil's the one that discovered him because about a decade ago, I guess, we went to Rome for our anniversary. And mm-hmm. this drink is made in Italy. And mm-hmm. he found them in the glass bottles and brought them home. And from Italy? No, you, oh, you can find them in the them States. Okay. Yeah, he brought them home. So we started drinking those, but I absolutely love them, whether they're in the can or the glass bottle, and they're so good. And here's how, so since I knew I was going to talk about it, I also went to the website to see how they described it. A sparkling lemon beverage from Italy, bursting with sunshine and all the magical moments of a Sicilian summer. <laughs> <laughs> Practically takes you to Italy. All right. And so they... It used Sicilian lemons in it, and I like it really, really, really cold. Mm-hmm. But the website suggested putting mint in it when you mm-hmm. serve it, or raspberries, and I've never tried that, so now I can't wait to try that. But Is it sweet? Only slightly. Okay. It's it does have sugar in it. It does have a little sugar in it, but mm-hmm. it's not overly sweet. And it's really the only soda that I really like, and because probably because it just it's like a lightly flavored and lightly sweet sparkling water, but. Mm. It's delicious and, but it's not for everybody. I don't mm-hmm. understand this, but, um, a friend of mine, Kim Depp, I was talking about it at a ladies Bible class mm-hmm. and I had some out on the counter and some people were asking about it and I was like, Oh, it's my all time favorite drink. Well, she ended up going to the store and buying some. And then the next time I saw her, she brought him to church and gave him to me. And she said, nobody in her family likes oh, them and nobody's going to drink them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, as, so as alike <laughs> as we are in a lot of things, you and I have different tastes in food and drink a lot of times. And I don't know if I would, it's just gas bubbles, gassy bubbles, water with lemon flavor, right? I mean, you well, that's not much that different way. than Sprite. You yeah. know, it's a clear, sparkling, lemony, sweet sparkling water but it's just got such like depth to it I don't know it's it's so good and I never get tired of it yeah just I'll try one okay okay and then I'll save the rest for you uh, (laughs) my evil plan is working Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right what's your number five number five is it's a bluetooth speaker and the one that I use I mean you can find any kind of bluetooth speaker but the one I use is is a fairly cheap. It's like 20 to $25. And it's the Oontz angle. It's O-O-N-T-Z angle. And I think there's angle three. So it's probably a, a third version of their original, but it's, um, you, of course you hook it up to the Bluetooth part of your 
iPod, phone, mm -hmm. iPhone, or whatever music source you have. And it just has great sound. And I use it on our deck outside when we have people over. I can put it up in the tree. I just set it on a branch in the tree. Oh, fun. And that's fun. Turn on, yeah, turn on Pandora or Spotify or who, whatever music we like to to play depending on who's there and mm -hmm. and it's not you can really turn it up loud and I do turn it up I, I also put it in the bathroom in our bathroom back in Drippin because we have really good acoustics in there and I can turn it on usually I put it on the 70s light rock station on Pandora or the Eagles <laughs> station on Pandora and I can sing along in the shower and it's just a it's a fun cheap little Thing. I like music. I just like music. And I like to be able to turn it up if it's a happy, happy sound, you know, and, and I like to sing along. I guess I drown out the sound of my own voice. But that that's just something that I've used a lot. I carry it back and forth from from dripping to Denver. And I'll um I'll turn it on when we have company just real low, just to have mm -hmm. some music in the background. And um what uh, music do you play when you have company? I asked my son, Jacob, because he he likes music, too. He's kind of a, an old soul. He likes the Nat King Cole, like my mom mm -hmm. introduced that to me, and I love it. And we I think do too. it passed on to Jake. But he suggested, now I'm going to have to look it up because I can't remember exactly what it's called. Um, but it's it was really good for the people that we had over that. Let me see. It is called... Sorry, you asked me, and now I'm going to have to look. It was just dinner jazz radio. Yeah. And it's, it was, and I don't typically like jazz. Yeah, I don't either. But it's, um, it's just kind of mostly instrumental. And, but yet it'll, I think it's playing music and I'm probably sending it to, sending it to our <laughs> Zoom conversation here. But there's lots of different ones. There's a classical guitar radio. There's um, piano, things like that. But mm -hmm. this dinner jazz it just had dinner music and I, I like I enjoyed it I, I remember yeah. noticing that about you when we would go over to your house you usually have music on in the background and I've often thought I wonder how she picks a playlist because you know everybody has such different tastes mm -hmm. and um we have Alexa or the the echo thing uh now mm -hmm. I'm going to show my echo ignorance dot. yes thank you my sister yeah got it for us for Christmas. And one night I said, oh, she heard me. She heard you. <laughs> Alexa, well, be quiet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, goodness. They're listening. They're yeah, always I don't, listening. I, don't, I forgot. Anyway, one time I asked her to play soft dinner music and she mm -hmm. came up with the best playlist. It was just such a great yeah. variety of songs. So yeah, hmm. I just love music. Dinner, jazz, and I know you okay. do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good so one. that's my number five. I wrote that down. Okay, we're gonna have to pick up the pace because uh -oh. we are already forty-six minutes in. Oh, okay. All right. So my number five is the Hori Hori Garden Knife. Hori Hori H O R I H O R I. And this tool is uh, again multi-purpose. It comes with a leather sheath. It has a sharpening stone. One side of it is a beveled edge. The other side is a serrated edge. So if you're cutting or, you know, need something mm -hmm. with saw teeth and it's stainless steel and you can do everything with it. So instead of having multiple tools out there with me, I can dig, prune, cut. Um, if I'm planting something, you know, whatever 
depth I need it to be. There's even a measuring thing on the side of the knife. Um, I can, it's the best for weeding dandelions. I mean, it gets those things out like nobody's business and yeah. puts everything else to shame. So the Hoary Heart, I discovered it last year and it's my gardener's best friend. Do you use tool. it inside for anything? I have not used it inside. Okay. Mm -hmm. I remember you shared that on your blog last year and I, mm -hmm. I looked into it, but as you know, I don't have a green thumb, so <laughs> I didn't have any use for it because I don't go outside to dig in dirt. I wish uh, I did. I want to be artistic and I want to be a gardener, but neither one of those has happened so far. My sister posted in the group that y'all apparently have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. She does not like to get her hands in the dirt. Yeah. So there's yet another thing. Yeah. I don't mind them getting dirty, but mm -hmm. I just, I don't know what I'm doing. So yeah, <laughs> I, I might pull up an actual plant rather than a weed. So I, I usually just stay out of it. Okay. That's your number. Yeah. Five. So five. What's, you're on number six. Okay. My number six is my Chemex that I make my coffee in every morning. And it's hmm. just, it looks like a glass pitcher. And I, I used to just, I honestly, I did not drink coffee all that much until maybe 15 years ago. And then we had a Keurig for the longest time. And, um, and then my son and daughter-in-law introduced me to the Chemex and it's a pour over. Actually, the first person that I had a pour over from was Rob Bluen. I mentioned Martha a couple weeks ago, but Rob made me a pour over and I was amazed at the difference in taste of a pour over coffee, as opposed to a, a Keurig or any other kind of coffee. Mm -hmm. So they, for Christmas one year, my son and daughter-in-law gave me a Chemex and you just, you have filters and you just, it's basically a pour over. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of a coffee snob. So you have to measure it every, every morning. I do this before I have coffee, I have to do the math. So it's a um, 18 grams of water per one gram of coffee. So I have to, Oh, that's yeah. precise. Yeah, it is. And, but I, I mean, it's a, you need a now. cup of coffee before you make I know <laughs> exactly, but I just use the calculator on my phone and, and do the calculations and usually have a nice dark roast. And then, then you mm. pour over for four minutes. And, and so it's good. And I really, it's, I, every time I think I'm, I need to just make this shorter and quit taking so much time with my coffee. I just can't bear the thought of not having it the way I like it. So that it is kind of a, a little exercise in stillness because mm -hmm. true you can't rush through that process. Mm -hmm. I've seen you make it. You can't rush through it. It's very precise. It's mm -hmm. and then it's worth it all yeah. when you're done. So spell mm -hmm. it. It's a C-H-E-M-E-X. And they have okay. all different sizes. Um they have just one cup. You can make one cup or you can get a bigger one and make several cups of coffee at the same time. So that's my number six. Sounds good. My number six is a cheap pair of sunglasses that <laughs> <laughs> uh, the brand is, I don't know if it's pronounced Sojo's or Soho's, but it's S-O-J-O-S. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of rough on sunglasses. And so I finally found this pair that's inexpensive. It'll be anywhere from 15 to $20, depending on if they put it on sale. But um, it's like your everyday pair of glasses and they have different styles and they're really pretty. The one I like is a classic square polarized tortoiseshell with the half tortoiseshell on the rims and the rest of it is like gold or brass or whatever. Um, but it's, they package it so nicely and it actually looks a lot better than you would expect it to when it shows up. I just ordered it from Amazon. It comes with a little glasses case and the cleaners and and it, so I was just really impressed with it and thankful to find some that I'm actually happy with. <laughs> mm -hmm. And if right. I, if I do break it 
or lose it or whatever, I won't cry over it. You know, why is it that if you have a nice pair of sunglasses or whatever, a nice Mm -hmm. pair of whatever, something, lose them or break them. And then if you have a cheap $10 pair of whatever, Mm -hmm. you might have them for 10 years. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's your number? What? Seven. My number seven is this is just a silly little thing too, but I love them. Are the, they're photo boards, poster boards from Walgreens. And this is what I print pictures of my grandkids and my kids and bring them to Denver. So I actually can print them, send them to Walgreens from when we're in Drippin and pick them up here so that we don't have to transport them. But there, you can always, always find a coupon for anything Hmm. photo related at Walgreens. And a lot of times it's 60% off. (laughs) Are we going to have to go there right now? Let's save that for the end. Okay. <laughs> we'll forget. We'll okay. Forget. Let's you're have talking about, you're talking about Walgreens and a photo board. <laughs> I did not even put those two together. I, I knew we were going to have to talk about this, but I didn't think about it being my favorite thing until I'm looking do, at your Do smirk. tell us about your <laughs> Walgreens poster board experience oh, and our, man. and our lovely display that you. Okay designed yes. for the Freed Hardman <laughs> Okay, we're going to have to go over an hour. So whoever's listening, you can just cut this in half and listen to part later. Okay, here's what happened. And I'm going to get fired from my job as social media for this podcast thing that we're doing here. So I, I was working on Canva, which is a very cool program. And you're still laughing at me. And it's okay. I, it. I know. So I was working on Canva and I was looking for a template to use that was some, sort of like what we had put, um, we had for our cover photo on Facebook, on our mm-hmm. Facebook group. Right. And I found one and I've already shared this on the group. So anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about can go look on Facebook and see what I did. But I, it, it had these, those three pictures and it was um, something about carbs and protein and fat. And so I put our, you know, I took those pictures off and put our pictures on. The first picture is of a microphone and then our picture, which by the way, I think we need a new picture, but, uh, and then the other one of our, our logo for our podcast. What I did not notice was that there was a text box that still said, it said fat because it was talking about, you know, carbs, proteins, and fats. And I finished designing the poster. I put our little looking up with Kathy and Carla across the top and find us on Spotify, blah, blah, blah. And then I sent it to Walgreens and I actually printed two of them here in Denver to send with Tyler to Freed Hardman. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, even better because these were too small. I said, mm-hmm. I will print one and you because Hiram was going to go to Freed. Mm-hmm. So I've sent one there to Bowling Green and you picked it up and it was what, 20 by 30. This one that I have is like 11 by 14, much bigger, much Mm -hmm. bigger. And so I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the one and the fat is, I mean, I can't help. not. You even asked me, you even asked me how it looked. I said, it looks great. Uh So then he picked that one up and took it to Freed and took it to the table there with Bear Valley. And I'm just. Did, did he say anything about it Mm-mm. at Hiram? He didn't no. notice it. He probably didn't even look mm-hmm. at it. So 
that was on Saturday or Sunday of last week. And, and then Hiram took it to Freed. And on Monday, I guess it was, my friend Michelle Massey texted me a picture and said, what, what, why is the word fat on your poster? <laughs> now I have to look back at her text. She said, why, what is this? And she said, she didn't notice it, you know, because we had asked people to go take pictures of, of yes. themselves. And she, which is what makes all of this hilarious. As yeah. we're like, go check out our display at Freed Hardeman and yeah. please take a selfie with it. <laughs> yeah. So she sent me a picture and I, I mean, you can't, it's, she zoomed in on the fat and she said, um, why does this say fat? <laughs> and then she sent me a picture of the big poster. And I said, what in the world? And so then I'm running around panicking, like what, what, how in the world did this happen? I could not figure out how it happened. And I'm trying to figure out a way of printing a new one. And I looked to see if there was a Walgreens in Henderson, which there is not. I think it must be the only town in America that doesn't have a Walgreens. <laughs> and so you and I, by this time are talking and we're getting all kinds of helpful suggestions from our significant others about how we can fix this. And there's just no way of fixing it. And I, it just makes me cringe to think of all the, especially the guys, I'm sure the Bear oh, Valley man. guys are going to give me all kinds of uh, hard time when they get back. Yes. So anyway, we just decided to make lemonade out of lemons and just laugh at ourselves and really laugh at me because it's my fault. But now I know when I work on Canva next time to make sure that I look for all of those little hidden text boxes and delete them. So <laughs> sorry about that. I'm glad you figured out it was your mistake though, because you said it'd be ready same day when you mm -hmm. ordered it. And we didn't even go by same day. We went by the next day. Mm -hmm. It took them forever to figure out what the order even was because they couldn't find it. We found out they hadn't even started it. Yeah. So they said, come back in 10 to 15 minutes. So we go back in 10 to 15 minutes. They're not ready. They said their rollers were not clean and <laughs> they, it was streaking the poster. So mm -hmm. they had to clean, come back in half an hour. So then when I find out about this little thing, I knew it was their fault. <laughs> I was about to go in there and go, what in the world? Yeah. That was like a subliminal message or something. Exactly. What are you trying to say? So I was, glad, words. That, I was glad I didn't contact them before you figured it out. <laughs> and like I said, well, you know, why did it have to be the word fat? Why couldn't it be the word carbs or proteins? And you said, well, it wouldn't have been as funny then, but yeah, yeah. still the word yeah. fat. And neither well, one of us saw it and yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, live and we learn. decided it was to keep us from getting a fat head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any danger of that. So, so you, you were know, talking about, you were talking about Walgreens poster boards. Yeah. Yeah. Side note there. <laughs> and I, th that's really dumb of me that I did not even, I did not even think of that when I'm writing down that I love these photo boards, but yes, yeah, that is my seventh favorite thing not necessarily in order, like I said, but it's, um, I, every, every year when we come up, I will print a new picture of the kids and I've done like smaller ones of each individual family, like Jordan's family and Jake's family and Micah's family. And, and then one big one of us, and I just put them on the wall and they're cheap enough. I mean, I usually can get a great big one for maybe $15. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel bad about doing another one the next year. Mm -hmm. And I can't bring myself to throw any of them away. So I have a huge stack of 
<laughs> photo boards in my somewhere in my office, I guess. But they're they're just real affordable. You can change them out, and you know it's not the best quality necessarily. It's not like having a canvas or a, a an actual photo, right? But um, it's it's really it's about the memories of the people for me, and not so much mm-hmm. about the quality. So that I love, I just love those. I use them a lot. Well, and it makes great gifts. I've received one from you as a gift, and be good for parties if you're celebrating somebody's birthday or somebody's retirement, you know, or whatever, you could really put together a good collage of pictures for them. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. My number seven is pasta grannies. Oh, you told me about them. Yes. Pasta grannies. They're so cute. Mm -hmm. So they're on YouTube and Instagram, but somebody videos these very elderly women, (laughs) um, (laughs) I guess all over Italy, but Mm -hmm. they're making pasta from scratch in their own kitchens. Mm -hmm. So there's so many things about this that I love. I love, I love the ladies and how, how cute they are. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that the pasta that they're making is usually different from anything we make, you know, just the process or the shapes or whatever Mm -hmm. they do it so many different ways. It's fun just to learn and watch them. But I also love getting a little glimpse into their little kitchens, Uh you know, and um, yards the, sometimes in the yards yeah, too yeah, yeah but you could you could watch a video on youtube or you could just follow my instagram and you'll see the little short ones on there too but yeah um that's my number seven pasta it's grannies amazing to see how narrow they can roll those little mm-hmm. like the spaghettis and some of them they even hollow out i can't remember what that's called but you told me about that and i've watched a few of them they're just so cute well and they're you, they've got to be strong you know they're using their their mm-hmm. little gnarled hands but mm-hmm. they're rolling 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 or shaping 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 you know mm-hmm. just they just don't slow down they just yeah. make it they probably do it all with their eyes closed but uh, yeah I want to go eat some of, of that pasta at their mm-hmm. house me too so that's okay. your number seven mm-hmm. okay my number eight <laughs> is is you're gonna laugh at me but it's my trash can at home Oh, but it's, be, it's because Aaron, <laughs> my daughter-in-law, Aaron made it for me. Oh, not, I've seen it. Yes. Not, okay. not the actual, she didn't make the trash can, but it's just one of those galvanized trash cans and she painted it. It's painted green, but it's big. You know, it's a, mm-hmm. I put a, I think it's a 33 gallon trash bag in it, but she painted it green. And, um, and then there's a, she used that oil cloth fabric to make with elastic around it so that when you put the the trash bag in and fold it over the top, Mm -hmm. this elastic oil cloth piece, like a belt fits around the top. So it's decorative and I've gotten more compliments on my trash can Mm -hmm. and, and, um, it's just, you know, she made it for me and it's a unique gift and it's big enough that we don't have to take the trash out all the time. And when the boys, yeah, when the boys were at home, we, you know, we'd fill it up probably every day. seemed like anyway, but, um, but it's just, it, I like that she made it for me and I like that it's colorful and it's just unique. So mm-hmm. that's my it number is. eight. Mm-hmm. She could sell those. She could, it might be hard to find a place to store them until she sold them, but that's true. Well, if she just did custom orders. True. I'd buy yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Aaron, that, you're listening really to this. <laughs> we want you to sell mm-hmm. them. Sell trash cans. Sell trash cans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What's your number eight? My number eight is a game and it's called Just One. Okay. Have you heard of that? No. So it comes in a box, like a board game, but it's a, it's just a, a deck of cards that has words on it. And um, it's a great group game. We've played it with family and with dinner guests and everybody always has a lot of fun. The cool thing about this game is you're all on the same team. Okay. So um, 
what you do is the person who's the guesser picks a number between one and five because there's five words on the card. The card is facing everybody else. The guesser can't see the words. And so let's say I'm the guesser and I pick word number three and it might be a word like government. Um, so the words are across the board, everything. It could be food, colors, events, people. I mean, you just never know what they're going to be. And so then everybody else, they come with these wipeable boards. Everybody else is using their erasable markers and they're writing a one word clue okay. that has to do with government. And then when everybody else is done writing their one word clue, the guesser close, covers her eyes and everybody compares, everybody else compares their clues. If any of them are duplicates, they get tossed out. Okay. So you would lay them down flat. The ones that are left are my clues as the guesser. And so I look at the clues that are there and I try and guess what the word is. So it's really fun because, um, you know, you're trying to come up with a word that would be an easy clue, but it needs to be unique enough that somebody else isn't mm -hmm. using it also. Yeah. So, and it's just, like I said, you can, you can talk, you can converse while you play. We always have a good time. So that's, like what, would, um, what would your clue be for, for the government? What would you uh, <laughs> put you on the spot? I know. <laughs> like politics or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Anything okay. like that. Any form of government or something. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Well, Sometimes we cheat a little bit because you'll have a clue might have a word might have a really obvious clue mm -hmm. and you're not supposed to talk, but I'll like burst out, claim it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm basically telling everybody I'm going with the obvious clue. Y'all mm -hmm. come up with something else, yeah, but yeah. you're really not supposed to do that. Well, anybody that knows you knows you're a huge game player. And not just that you're a huge game player, but you're just a little competitive too. What? So, Listen, don't uh -huh. believe everything you hear. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anybody that knows you just a little bit knows that. <laughs> have you ever played Hues and Cues? No. Have you even heard of it? I've never heard of it. Okay. We'll have to talk about it later. It's fun. Okay. Hues and Cues. We played Hues that with uh, Carrie and Michael and Lynn the other night and Michael, who's colorblind, <laughs> which was interesting, but uh, he ended up coming in second place. Okay. So just one. That's. Mm -hmm. I've just never heard of it. Never seen it. Just one. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. So that's your number eight. eight. Mm -hmm. All right. My number nine is a little bit of a splurge and, um, and you know that I love this. It's my ice maker. Oh yeah. I have a sonic ice maker. Obviously it's not a sonic ice maker, but it makes the sonic ice and, um, it's just a tabletop size, but it's super heavy. And, um, but I take it back and forth and I have it, you know, I take it back and forth between Drippin and Denver, but it just, I like the chewable ice and it mm -hmm. doesn't damage your teeth. And some people have told me that it's a sign that you're anemic. If you crave ice. I've heard that and, too. Yeah. And it can be, and I've had, I've, I've had my hormone. Is it hormone? Is your thyroid? Yeah. Anemic would be iron anemia. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I, I'm not anemic. And anyway, I don't crave just any ice. I just want Sonic ice. <laughs> That's right. And we were buying Sonic ice and it seemed like John was going every other day because we, he, he claims that he doesn't really care whether or not it's Sonic ice, but he really does like it. <laughs> so I started out with a, it's a GE Opal. And it turns out that they, it was their first 
generation design and it had um, a pretty serious design flaw in that it had the tank, the water tank sitting on top of the fan motor, mm -hmm. which was creating heat, which was creating mold in the water tank. Ooh. It was nasty. Yeah. So um, I had to, what I actually did with that one, because it wasn't cheap, but I stripped it of the parts and I sold the parts on eBay. <laughs> That's smart. Well, and I, I made enough off of that to buy, to purchase another one. And, and it was a whole lot cheaper and you can find coupons on Amazon all the time. I, it's the name of the brand that I have right now. I don't even know how to say it. It's T-H-E-R-E-Y-E. And I mean, it's, it's more expensive than the kind that you'd find at Costco or Sam's with, that makes the bullet ice. But mm -hmm. it's, if you find a good coupon, you can find it fairly, um, not, not crazy expensive, but it's definitely a splurge. So that, but I use it all day, every day and it, you, I don't hook it up to the water source. I have to pour water into it. And especially when we're in, in dripping, I have to use bottled water and not our icky well water. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's my favorite, my, hmm. my number nine favorite. That's a good maker. one. That's a good one. My number nine is a spice. It's called Aleppo. Yeah. Aleppo peppers, but you've heard of that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I first heard of it when, um, I think it was Michael Simon was demonstrating how he roasts chicken and he first marinates it in yogurt and Aleppo. And he just said that real smoothly. Like it's this common thing. You want to marinate your chicken and yogurt and Aleppo overnight before you roast it. And I was, that's the first time I'd ever even heard of it. So I looked it up and found out it was this pepper spice. Um, Neil ordered it for me. And so now I love it and I love it on everything. I mean, roasted chicken, of course, but okay. other and meats. It's something, and... it's something different than I thought. That's, oh. I thought it was a brand, but you're talking it's an actual spice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. A-L-E-P-P-O. Um, it's described as a mild pepper with fruity notes of flavor. It's used in Middle Eastern and Mediterranean cooking and named for the Syrian city of Aleppo. Hmm. Maybe that's where I've seen it, just Syrian, because mm -hmm. it's, well, that's interesting. I'm yeah. going to have to try that. It's, yes. Is it a flavor like what you taste in Israel? I can see that. Yeah, but not, it's not really, it's not really exotic. It's pretty mild. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit smoky. Um, it's a dark red. Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like chili powder, except coarser, okay. but it doesn't taste anything like it. It's just, it's just really good. It's good on everything. It's good sprinkled on even bread, you know, mm. before you put some olive oil in it and yes, and dip, dip your, your bread, bread in it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. What's All right. your number 10? My number 10, and this is probably should have been, if, if I was going in order of importance should have been higher, but is any Yeti cup or any um, insulated <laughs> cup. And I carry them around all day long, different sizes, depending on if it's coffee or if, if I'm going to be in the car or if I'm just going to be sitting at a desk, but um, I put my coffee in a Yeti every morning because I want it to stay hot for a long time because I just sip on it. I don't just drink it down. I sip on it probably for a couple hours and it stays mm -hmm. like hot, really hot the whole time. And I know that there's lots of different brands and there's lots of knockoffs. Yeti is, it really is my favorite. I think they do the best job of keeping things hot or cold. And, um, but there's hydro flask and thermoflask. They do a good job too, but I just, I really, I use them all day long and it keeps my drinks cold or hot. So, and even there's those 
in the summer in Israel, if we went out in the car somewhere, I, I took one of those thermoses with the screw on top mm-hmm. and I, we'd fill it up with ice water and leave it in the car. And if we would go off and do whatever we were searching for, looking for hiking, when we get back to the car, the car would be blazing hot, but it would still be ice water in the Yeti. And it's just really important in the summertime when it's super hot to have mm-hmm. cold water to me anyway. Are they so dishwasher safe? They say they're not, but I put them in the dishwasher all the time. Do you? Cause I mm-hmm. have one mm-hmm. and I always hand wash it and that's kind of a pain. No, I put it in the dishwasher hmm. and you're supposed to take the little that makes me like off. it more. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know, it might wear out maybe quicker than it would if you hand washed it all the time. But mm-hmm. like you said, you're not going to use it if you, mm-hmm. if you have to be a little more inconvenient about it. So I'd rather right. use something and use it up than to have it and not use it. Right. But you are supposed to pull, pull the seal, the little rubber gasket seal off of the, um, the, the lid and wash it occasionally. I don't do it every time, but maybe oh, every okay. couple of weeks. Yeah. Cause stuff can grow behind that. So that's my number 10. Okay. My yeah. number 10 is what you started out with. You started out with sandals, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm ending with flip-flops and mm-hmm. I love Skechers yoga foam flip-flops. Yeah. Have you worn those? No, I like Skechers though. They are so comfortable and it really does feel like you're just walking on like a yoga mat, you know, a really thick <laughs> yoga mat and they're mm-hmm. so comfortable. And I've even when cooking at camp, a summer camp, and you're in the kitchen with that hard floor standing on my feet all day long and they're really comfortable and there's some other flip-flops that are made for that that feel like you're walking on marshmallows that are really really expensive yeah but these aren't expensive and Mm -hmm. I find them almost as comfortable as the high-end stuff so and plus they're cute yeah well you I think that your feet you you've worn narrow or thinner sandals than I do. And I think maybe my feet are maybe need more of an arch support than you do. Cause you, I've noticed you've worn, worn um, flip-flops all day long in Israel at times mm-hmm. and it doesn't bother your feet. So I think everybody just has to figure out what works best for their. Yeah. So we style. started and ended our list with feet. You're mm-hmm. welcome listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we were a little long winded today. So what do you think you're probably going to kill? We are already at an hour and 14 minutes. Well, we might so as well just keep going a little bit. Well, well, I was wondering, what do you think about just pulling Audible and switching our random question out? Okay. So well, what we, let's just do the nickname thing because, okay, and we'll save the one we were going to do for another time because I think it'll okay. take longer and this one will yeah. be short and sweet. So okay. um, have you ever had a nickname? I, my grandmother, my mom's mom called me Amy Laurie and only because she liked that name better than she liked Carla. At least that's what oh. she told me. <laughs> She wanted so my parents to name no me Amy Laurie. Or no, no, no character just, in a book or a movie or nope, nope. She just yeah. thought Amy Laurie was cute, so well, she called is. me Amy Laurie. It is, but I, you know, she's the only one in the world that ever called me that. And I don't even know if it's a nickname. <laughs> I guess it is a nickname. She had nicknames for everyone, though. She she was fun in that regard. She just always had a nickname. So that was my unexplained nickname, Amy Laurie. What about you? I had two when I was growing up, both given to me by my dad. He called me these names all the time. One was Turkey. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's just what turkey. he called me. He even found okay. a shirt one time that had the word Turkey on it and got it for me. Okay. And then the other one was Shopback. 
why that was the name of our you know vacuum cleaner that uh-huh. sucks up both dirt yeah. and liquid or whatever well because I ate all the time and I ate everything and so my parents okay. called me shop vac so. shop vac and turkey yeah well you have to remember that sweet little girly nicknames uh-huh. yeah <laughs> yeah I have to say it doesn't really fit you now neither one of those so well That's... shop bag still does <laughs> hardly yeah <laughs> Well, listeners, thank you so much if you hung in this long. We appreciate you um, having a conversation with us and joining us. We hope you've enjoyed it. We just wanted to have a little bit of fun today. And again, we like to remind you, please check us out on the Facebook group. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what your favorite things are. That'd mm-hmm. be fun if you would share those with us. Yeah. And sometimes, Carla, we say that we're going to share pictures of things that we've talked about in the group. Mm-hmm. And we will. But I think we should wait a few days. Yeah. And maybe to listen, we want everybody to listen and not just skip ahead and look at the pictures. So uh, we will share some pictures of these things if you're interested later on in the week. Well, if they listen this long to the podcast this far, they're not going to know that we're waiting. Right. So kind of hold true. It's okay. We're holding our pictures hostage until the whole thing didn't make sense. Then (laughs) It's okay. As we say, unscripted, unedited. Mm Definitely today. Yes. But Carla, until next time. Keep looking up. Keep looking up. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.